Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Reverend Marcianne. We've had another week go by. And um, here it is Sunday when we get to hear God's uh, words to us uh, that cover last week and can look forward to this week. So the first one is from... um, The first word from God says, My kingdom is your location for peace and joy. (laughs) My kingdom is filled with beauty, justice, and no lack. The benefits of living in my kingdom are meant to be daily reminders of my constant abiding presence. The earth still declares my glory to those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. And even as the rose responds to the sun and opens up its beauty to all who pass by, so I have chosen to pour my light into you so that you too can be the light to others and declare my glory. Learn my laws and the statutes and the commandments that operate in my kingdom. Live in them, and you will reflect my glory. And Psalm 19 is a wonderful psalm. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect. The testimony of the Lord is sure making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Respect for the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. And moreover by them is my servant taught, and in the keeping of them there is great reward. That would be a good psalm to just kind of read every day, wouldn't it? And then at the end, you just say, teach me, O Lord. And um, and then the, as you do them, do the, keep the commandments. And as you know the laws, there's so many laws. Uh, and they're not laws, do this, do that. They're the principles of physics and uh, that uh, operate our environment and uh, the way energy works and how vibrations uh, interact with each other. There's all kinds of wonderful laws. You can actually put the 
the laws or principles of God into Google, and several really good books will come up that will um, – there's a disagreement as to how many there are. <laughs> one writer will say the 12 laws of God, and the next one will say, you know, the 200 uh, laws of God. And then I think there's one that's like 500 different laws of God. The way things work. Um, so um, if you work in connection with the principles of God, <clears throat> then you're going to be successful. All right. Let's see what our next one is. This says, word, word from God's Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and is alive and active in you. Do you think about that every day? The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, dwells in me. I mean, if you kept thinking about that, I mean, we we could do anything. All right, my presence with you is an eternal promise, independent of your moment-by-moment moment awareness of me. Worry is the major culprit that can block your awareness. Sometimes I get the idea <clears throat> that my children tend to worry as an inescapable fact of life. But this isn't true. Be anxious for nothing. Release worry and rest in my love. And if you start to feel anxious about something, stop. Take a backup step and redirect your attention to me. And I will either take care of the problem myself or I will show you the best way to handle it. We are co-creators creating results for your highest and best good and the highest and best good for everyone involved because I know how to do this. And Romans 8.31 says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? <laughs> All right, word from God's Spirit. You know, Jesus promised that he would send God, uh, the Spirit of his Father to us once he ascended into heaven after the resurrection. So this is word from God's Spirit. I have been sent to you by Jesus. I am in you to reveal the Father to you, to teach you about the past, the present, and the future, and to show you what your purpose is in the Father's plan. I know everything about you far more than you know about yourself. So come into my presence with thanksgiving and seek my fellowship with a teachable spirit. And then Jesus said in John 12:46, I have not spoken of myself. I have spoken for the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And, and then in John 14, he said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things. And that's God's spirit that's within all of us. So we have that fountain of wisdom and knowledge available to us at all times. 
there really isn't any excuse for us to make mistakes. But we do. And God, you know, is very merciful towards us about those things. But God would much rather, you know, keep us out of trouble in the first place. So ask God through the Holy Spirit what you should do about this or that or the other. You have a special gift uh, for your reason to be here. It's to be used in the purpose of God's kingdom. And once you find out what that is and you get doing it, your life will be perfect. Okay, word from God. Seek to live in my love, in the splendor of sacred holiness which covers and transforms a multitude of errors, (laughs) both yours and others. Wear my love like a cloak of light that covers you from head to toe. My cloak of love allows no fear in to torment you. Hold on just a second. Wear my cloak, wear my love like a cloak of light, covering you from head to toe. My cloak of love allows no fear in to torment you. For perfect love absorbs all the fear, and you're able to look at other people through the lenses of my love, thereby seeing them from my perspective and serving as the conduit for my forgiveness. I want my body of believers to live in the full light of wisdom and knowledge of my will for you to live in my heaven on earth. And 1 John 4:18 says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. The next one is word from God. When my deep desire for self-expression and fellowship gushed forth in vibrations of sound, let there be light, included in the light was the darkness. The darkness allows my creation a time to rest from its duties and responsibilities. You need rest from planning and trying to anticipate who will do what and when will it happen. While it is daylight, be in an attitude of meditation, silently listening for my voice within you, I'll tell you, go here, say this, and continually ask my spirit to coordinate all the details of your life then you can take advantage of the darkness to rest your mind and restore your body. I am your constant companion who sustains you day and night. Be in the fullness of the light and the darkness of my love and protection. You know, um, darkness has kind of become, you know, another word for evil, and there isn't anything evil about the darkness that God created. And in Psalm 139 it says, Surely the darkness shall cover me, 
even the night shall be light unto me. The darkness hideth not from me, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. That's a neat one to think about. You need to think about that one. The darkness and the light are both the same to God. They're good and very good. I think we have one more here. Word from God. My son Jesus was manifested to provide the reset of my original plan. My many sons and daughters are to set up my kingdom now here on earth as it is in heaven. Do not let appearances dissipate your energy toward this purpose. Instead, invest your energy in trusting me and and singing my song. (laughs) The battle for control of the mind is as fierce today as it has ever been. And some of my sons and daughters seem vulnerable to the enemy's tricky manipulations. Therefore, you need to be vigilant in guarding your thoughts and actions. Your constant need for me creates an intimacy that is well worth all the effort. Because you are not alone in this struggle for your mind. My spirit living within you has established our union and is ever ready to assist and empower you. You are my son or daughter, in whom I am well pleased, and your life is my testimony. And Isaiah 12 says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation, and therefore with joy shall I draw water out of the wells of salvation. And the wonderful eighth chapter of Romans says, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hear that? We are God's sons. Jesus isn't the only begotten Son of God. We're sons and daughters of God, too. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the sons and daughters of God. And then at the end of Romans chapter 8, Paul reminded everybody, the whole creation groans and travails, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. See, by now, we should have had many, many, many Jesuses walking the earth. Jesus said to Go and preach the gospel to all the world. Not The gospel was not, you know, sit on the pew and wait to die to go to heaven. The gospel of Jesus Christ was uh, be filled with my Father's spirit and go forth and do all the things that I did. Heal the sick, open blind eyes, raise the dead, calm the storm. Watch the cripples walk. That was what that was what the church was supposed to teach. And it has failed in its mission. But it's not over yet. <laughs> and we are raising up a new generation now of uh 
of souls who are coming in much better prepared to handle the the troubles that have been uh, that are on the earth because there aren't any Jesuses, and um, and we will see a big change. And I believe it'll still be in my lifetime. I'm very excited about it. I volunteered to be here on earth at this time, and I'm living with uh, my great desire uh, to see the kingdom of God operate on earth the way it is in heaven, the heavens. So that is our word for today, and uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Um, I'm going to ring the bells, of course, so that we can... Uh, celebrate. I'll ring them if I can. Oh boy. Mm, I may not be able to. Something happened here now on my screen. So I'm going to just be able to say goodbye and uh, I'll see you next week.